IFM 101.9 megahertz of life. And we have Dr. Alistair Clark on the line. Dr. Clark, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. Good afternoon to all your listeners as well. Wonderful to have you on the show. Now, I'm so interested um, in oncology aesthetics. Um, I know what oncology is and I know what aesthetics is, and I didn't know that oncology aesthetics went together. Perhaps you can just explain to me and to the audience what oncology aesthetics is all about. Well, they don't really go together because the important thing about oncology and the treatment of skin lesions that may be malignant skin cancer is the most important thing is to achieve a complete cure. Um, and this shouldn't be compromised because one's trying to achieve a pretty or more as, uh, acceptable aesthetic result. So one must bear in mind that the, the single most important thing is to cure the disease process. However, um, there are ways in certain cases of doing this with the minimum amount of disfigurement. And that's really what uh, this is all about. So when we're looking at skin cancer, um, and I know that there are different types, and maybe you can um, just uh, outline them for our audience, but when, when people do have melanomas or carcinomas removed, um, some of them are very big, and some of, some of the removal of them can be disfiguring, um, as well as um, side effects from the actual treatment. Maybe you can just speak to that, Doctor. Yes. Um, I think the first thing is to start with the diagnosis. Um, people will see something on their skin or they may feel an irritation on the skin. Um, so the first thing to do is to examine the skin. Um, doctor can look at the skin and determine whether your skin ca- changes are likely to be skin cancer. Um, further testing may be needed to confirm the diagnosis. But a number of um, skin cancers do present in a fairly typical way. But atypical presentation is always possible. So to confirm the diagnosis, often a skin biopsy will need to be done um, where the suspicious-looking skin is removed and sent to the lab for testing. And the biopsy can determine whether you have skin cancer and, if so, what type of skin cancer you have. So having determined whether something is cancerous or not is the place to start. One then needs to determine which type of skin cancer because there are various types of skin cancer. Now, um, most skin cancers are um, ultraviolet, sun damage dependent, or consequences of that. Um, or they may be due to repeated trauma, irritation, friction, and various other causes. Or they may, in fact, be skin presentations of a systemic condition that has started elsewhere in the body. So these are things that are very important to determine. Um, The precancerous condition um, is important to try and diagnose early because then the the treatment is very simple and the aesthetic results can be absolutely 100% acceptable. This is typically um, actinic keratosis where you get little plaques of keratin on the skin um, and it's a pre-malignant condition. Um, the other common skin cancers are basal cell carcinoma, which is the so-called rodent ulcer, 
and then squamous cell carcinoma, um, and then the more dangerous ones, Merkel cell carcinoma and certainly melanoma. So one needs to be more radical in those situations and be um, less transfixed with achieving uh, an aesthetic result. Having determined the type of, because different types of cancer, those different types of cancer are, are, are treated um, in, in various ways, but the, the way you treat it is determined by the type of cancer because we know how that cancer behaves. Um, so having determined the type of cancer, the next thing to do is to stage it. Um, and um, most of the cancers are, are staged, with you'll see it written in often stage one or two in Roman numerals. So they're staged from stage zero, which is carcinoma in situ, which is um, a, a, a precancerous situation that hasn't yet established itself. Um, and then stage one through to stage four. Stage one cancers are small. They're limited to the area where they began. Um, and stage four, the other end of the scale, indicates advanced cancer that is spread to other areas of the body. Not only does the type of cancer determine the treatment that one needs to follow, but the stage also determines that. Then having determined the treatment program, um, one can decide whether there are aesthetic considerations um, that one can Follow. You were explaining the different stages, the stage one, two, three, four with the cancer, and then you were saying when the aesthetics comes in, please do continue. Okay, so then that brings us to our treatment options. Um, and obviously the earlier the stage of cancer, and as long as it isn't um, a severe um, pathological condition like malignant melanoma, um, one can select treatment that's going to give better aesthetic results. So, for example, there's what we call cryosurgery, or some, in simple terms, literally freezing the skin. Um, now, this can be used for the early actinic keratoses and also for some small early cancers. Um, and, and what one does is freeze the tissue, which kills the tissue. And then when the tissue thaws, um, that tissue sloughs off and it heals. Uh, in the years gone by, we, we normally used a sort of a sucker stick with a wad of cotton wool on the end and dipped it into a thermos flocks of liquid nitrogen. Um, however, we've come a long way and we have quite sophisticated devices with different sized um, nibs on the end and w- we can very accurately um, direct a very fine uh, stream of, of, of liquid nitrogen at the skin and we can very accurately um, choose the diameter or the area of skin that we treat and also the depth and in this way, we can ablate these lesions um, and have no scarring at all. The next thing is is um, surgery, um, and excisional surgery really is 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 is, is, the, is the, the last aesthetic option. But there's a there's a there's a form of surgery called Mohs surgery. Now, Mohs surgery is a micro Graphic surgery. It's a very special technique. Um, and during Mohs surgery, what happens is the doctor removes the skin growth layer by layer, very, very fine layers, one after the other. And each layer, if you examine each layer under the microscope and continue with this process exhaustively until no abnormal cells remain. Um, this procedure allows cancer cells to be removed without taking an excessive amount of surrounding healthy skin. 
Um, other options are, are, are electrodesiccation and curatage, where we use um, heat, an electric needle, um, and this destroys the tissue. The tissue can then be scraped away um, using a curette, uh, which is a device with a circular blade or a sharp spoon. Um, an electric needle destroys remaining cancer cells in a variation of this procedure, um, like liquid nitrogen, but instead of freezing, using using um, heat and current. Um, another very um, useful aesthetic option is radiation therapy, which is um, the use of x-rays to kill cancer cells. Um, radiation therapy is a very good option when cancer can't be completely removed during surgery, so it can be done subsequent to surgery, but also for early and 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 cancers on the face in areas that are difficult to excise without causing scarring, for example, the nose, um, the ear, areas where one doesn't want to create deformity. Um, and if it's the right type of cancer that's susceptible to radiation therapy, this is an extremely useful option. Face dynamic therapy. PDT, it's often referred to, um, is is very useful, and it's a treatment that destroys cancer cells um, with a combination of laser light and drugs um, and that makes cancer cells sensitive to light. So you apply um, the, the, the drug to the surface of the skin and then subject it to light, uh, which then destroys the cells. This is particularly useful um, in early cases like actinic keratosis, and maybe very small um, basal cell carcinomas, but it's particularly useful where people have had cr- very chronic sun damage. Um, people in late middle age often present with lots and lots of little dry crusty lesions all over um, the face, um, and this is a useful tool because we can remove all of those without any scarring whatsoever. Dr. Mm-hmm. Clark, I'm, I'm so sorry. We're, we're, we're running out of time. Um, we're, we're going to have to end off. Um, and unfortunately, because we took you late, um, I apologize. I thank you very much for your time. And I think that what I'd like to highlight before I do say goodbye to you is that for our listeners who are listening, um, you know, let this, let this also be the wake up call when we're looking at skin cancer and we're looking at skin cancer prevention and going for your screening, uh, with a dermatologist once a year putting the right protection on exposure to the sun between 10 a.m. and 3 p.m., stay out of the sun, um, and then, of course, you know, taking all the necessary steps when you need to. So, Dr. Clark, thank you so much for joining us, and apologies for having to cut you short. Thank you very much.